This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is The Better Angle with Kay Constable and Cameron Smith on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. But this is The Better Angle, and we now have a very, very special guest who's very near and dear to my heart, specifically. We bring on Jeremy Kahn, the con man who has famously been filling in for Nick Costos on You Better You Bet, has been crushing trivia for the last couple weeks, is a very dear friend to the network, and now to this show. Jeremy, it is great to talk to you again. I couldn't go one day without you, man. I went one day without you yesterday. I said, I got to come back and get my Jeremy Kahn fix. It's, it's very fun to hear this. It sounds like like a professional Jake, like the, the intro, and it, it sounds like you've been doing this for years, man, so uh, congrats on that. It's, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks, man. It's great to talk to you. Jeremy, I know you are a big um, Baltimore Orioles Ravens fan yep. out there uh, in Baltimore looking at the AFC North division Ravens are plus 220 the second best odds behind the Bengals what are your thoughts just on them winning the division or going over their win total is there any way that you have already bet or plan to bet on the Ravens going forward yeah I'm, I have not bet it yet full disclosure but I will be betting it um, I, I do like the Ravens I think they're a live dog in this division if you want to call them that uh, they don't fear Cincinnati and, you know, Cincinnati didn't lose a ton in the offseason. They did lose some pieces that I know they're trying to replace through the draft um, and then financially some free agents and things like that. But I, I do think it's those two teams that it's going to come down to. I am intrigued to see what happens with Cleveland. But if you look at the Ravens and the additions they've made, uh, there's probably none more important than bringing in new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. Then you add in a guy like Zay Flowers, who's just, I mean, the speed and the cutting ability. We haven't seen a receiver like that. People tried to compare him to Hollywood Brown, but – they're two totally different guys. And then Odell Beckham. So I, I think it's going to be a fun year with guys finally being healthy on the offensive side. And the defense is still going to be really, really good. Lots of uh, great pieces over there. So I, I do think they're going to have an excellent shot at winning this division. And at plus, uh, would you say, 225 now or 230, yep. wherever you're finding it. I mean, that's great money, I think. And, and uh, I'll, I'll actually have something on it as well. We went through the whole saga with Lamar Jackson, the contract, the holdout, and everything that happened with the drama there. And you're obviously super plugged in that you followed it closely. But now, sign the contract. He's there. They gave him weapons. What are you expecting now? What's the expectation for Lamar coming back? And can he be an MVP again? Can he take this team to the Super Bowl? What is the expectation for Lamar now? See, I think he can. Um, I mean, the one thing I would say is no more excuses. Uh, and. This would be for both sides of it because it does feel like the city is split sometimes when we talk about Lamar Jackson because a lot of the guys are expecting to fail and waiting for him to get hurt because he's a running quarterback. 
But even if he gets hurt in the pocket, it's like, see, I told you so. And then other people would say, give him some weapons. Let's see what he can do in a pro-style offense. And now we finally get to see it. I think he can have success uh, or that he will be successful in this type of an offense. I mean, he showed us that in college when he was running more of a spread offense. Now giving him an opportunity to change something at the line of scrimmage. There's, I think if you talk to some Bills fans, 49ers fans, and now even Ravens fans, they would tell you there was this big gripe with Greg Roman. Like, why is he calling the plays in so late? There's no time to change it. Oh, here's a false start. Why is that happening? Um, so now we'll finally get to see Was that some of Greg Roman's mistakes? Is it some of Lamar? So, I do think he's talented enough to win another MVP and, and of course, take this team to the playoffs and beyond. Um, but I think a lot of fans here would say, I'll believe it when I see it. The AFC is uh, absolutely loaded, as always. I mean, you compare that to the NFC, and it's uh, NFC feels like a cakewalk. Ravens' uh, chances of winning the AFC, making it to the Super Bowl, is that out of reach? Is that right on the cusp? How would you kind of classify that? Well, I like that they're flying a little under the radar, but you're absolutely right. It's loaded. Um, I mean, if, and, and I know it's a big if. If Tua could stay healthy, what could that Miami offense look like? Uh, and you think about now the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. We, we were, I, I saw a list that didn't have Aaron Rodgers in the top ten, and I said, what game are we watching? Like, I understand that it was a down year last year, but this is a guy that a year before that won an MVP and a year before that won another MVP. So, um, you know, like this is a – the Jets are going to be talented, the Bills, and then you, you bring up the Chiefs and – Herbert and all the talent he has out in San Diego and what if Denver bounces back and I I didn't even get to our division yet so it's going to be crazy to see and I think a lot of it's going to depend on are you getting home games are you getting the right matchups and do you think you can be Kansas City I mean because we all can say what we want about all these other teams at some point you either run into Kansas City or somebody that was able to beat them so it's going to be a tough game but I do think the Ravens can do it they should statistically have you know a top five top you know offense, defense, maybe even top 10 if you want to go something like that. But they should be a team that's definitely in the mix. So speaking of you know that top 10 offense, the big name, I guess, if you will, was Odell Beckham. And that was kind of the big signing they made to, hey, Lamar, look what we got. You know, the, here's your guy. This is what you wanted. We got your receiver. And Zay Flowers was a part of that, too. But Odell Beckham, and we talk about expectations, his receiving total 580 and a half. What are you looking for with him and his connection with Lamar? And what – kind of stat line that he puts up this season that makes Jeremy Kahn happy. Yeah, like when I saw the numbers of what he's expected to do, and I'm like, I think it's probably right. Maybe we just look at the name and go, oh, my God, it's going to be great. And by the way, if you hear chainsaws going off in the backyard, they're, we're not playing Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay? They're removing <laughs> trees from my house. So You're not getting uh, ready for serial killer trivia later? No, no, no. That, that is kind of funny that Jake does know that, that I, I read a lot of stuff on that. But anyway, so <laughs> getting out of the weird zone and getting back to football – um, it, it is kind of interesting, though, to, uh, to look at Odell Beckham and those numbers that they were posting for him because Mark Andrews is still going to be the number one receiver here, number one pass catcher, if you will. He's going to get the bulk of the targets, in my opinion. But will we see the running backs get more passes? And how much does Zay Flowers eat into it? It's not like Devin Duvernay was a bad receiver. you know. He, so I think they could go four wide receiver sets or rotate it a little bit better. And, and if you ask fans here, they really think that Rashad, Bate, Rashad Bateman is going to be their leading leading receiver from the wide receiver position um, and think that he has the highest ceiling out of all of them. So it's exciting here, but um, I I think those numbers are pretty fair with Beckham. Maybe we, maybe he's a guy that does get like 500 yards or somewhere in that range, but catches himself six or seven touchdowns. And I think that would still help this offense greatly, which is still going to rely a lot on the run. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little 
or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to The Better Angle, and we're talking to Jeremy Kahn. He's the co-host of the Bid Bad Morning Show out in Baltimore. Jeremy, we, in our last segment, were just talking about... Um, NFL player props for this season, season-long props. Mm-hmm. Um, Saquon Barkley was someone we just touched on. And being you're out east, what have you heard just about the situation surrounding him with the Giants and whether or not it's the Giants that are going to cave first, if Saquon that's going to cave first? How is that whole situation shaken out? Yeah, and, you know, we, we had talked about this on our show about, like, did it feel like the running backs were trying to force some co- sort of running back union with the guys that were kind of holding out and not showing up, the stuff going on with Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. And I'm wondering if this is something that happens more and more. We even had it here locally with J.K. Dobbins. So I think, I think ultimately they'll get something done because they have to. I mean, it has to work out. They were even talking about him possibly holding out into week one. Um, I mentioned this on You Better You Bet this week that the, the highest paid running back this year in the league is B. John Robinson, and it's $3 million more than – any other running back in the league, including Josh Jacobs, who just led the league in rushing. So I think the running backs are starting to feel it. Once you get through that first contract, if you're not drafted in the top 10 or, you know, at least in the first round, you're probably not going to make the type of money that other guys made in this league. And I think we're going to see some situation where running backs are going to be really, really upset across the board when it comes to payday. Jeremy, switching to Major League Baseball really fast. Our Orioles, I will say our because you're obviously out there and I was banging the drum for them early in the season, still playing really well, still look like they are going to be a contender. Our guy, and again, I say our because I was on the Gunnar Henderson train. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Baby you and I did. And, uh, yeah. I mean, just give us what's, – what's the vibe check? Do we think that the Orioles are actually a contender for the World Series? And what do you expect from them at the trade deadline coming up in about a month? In, in all honesty, the Orioles are the one team that I, I could say that you can call me a total homer for. I still try to eliminate my bias. And even hearing you say that, are they a possible contender for a World Series? I'm going, is this something that's for real? And I, I keep talking to more and more people on a national level that are bringing their names up. And I don't know why I'm surprised that it's happening because we've been watching these guys for a while. Since Adley Rutschman's been called up, they've been one of the best teams, if not the best team in baseball. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy to think the impact the catcher could have on the game, but you're kind of seeing the same thing with Patrick Bailey out in San Francisco, and they kind of turn things around. And then now they have, you could probably say, three rookies on a daily basis starting in their lineup and a second-year player in Adley Rutschman. So it's kind of crazy to just think about you know, the success they've had there. And I didn't even mention any of the pitchers that have turned out to be pretty good, like Tyler Wells and Kyle Bradish. It's been amazing for them. So, yeah, I, I think they are an absolute contender. I don't, I don't know if I want to say World Series, but uh, I don't want to get my hopes up, but they're definitely a contender for this division and the pennant. 
Jeremy, they are plus 400 to win the AL East, and they're only sitting a game and a half uh, behind the Rays at the top of the division. I know that their schedule starting off the second half of the season is incredibly tough. Do you like them at four to one right now to win the East, or would you almost recommend waiting until after this, you know, start the stretch of, of, of tough series to get a better price for them? No, I, I mean, I would say, like, I'd feel comfortable betting that now. Um, you know, if you look at it, and it, it does suck today, I'm thinking about the, the Rays playing Kansas City twice. But, you know, when you think about this Orioles team, the one thing I know is they still have more help on the way in the minor leagues. Grayson Rodriguez is lighting it up in AAA. He'll be coming back up. And they have more assets in the minor leagues if they want to make a move to try to add to this team. So I even think they would add more. I know there were rumors about Otani possibly to Tampa Bay. I, I don't know if any of that stuff's true or what could happen, but I know the Orioles are going to be involved in the trade market and add to their team. So, yeah, I, I think they're, again, to go back to a live dog, but at plus 400, I think it's great odds. Jeremy mentioned Otani, and we talked about this on You Better You Bet the other day. I said 10% chance that the Angels trade him. You were a little higher. Then you came down. You, you amended your answer. How? I mean, the last couple of days since we had that conversation, it feels like more and more, oh, they, they're open to trading Otani. It might happen. It could happen. How are we feeling? I still remain the same. I don't think they trade him. Have you changed your answer again, or are you still thinking probably well, not? No, I hadn't changed my answer. It's, it's funny because like when we had the conversation about it, my initial – answer was kind of what would I do if I were them and then I started thinking what they might do and that's why I brought it down because if I were in charge it would be a no-brainer I mean I'd have to get the right offer but I'm trading him it just it just makes perfect sense and now you're hearing more and more about it whether it's the Yankees being involved or any of these other ancillary teams Seattle screaming about him coming there somebody has to make a move for him and the Angels have to accept if they're going to fall out of this race looking at the AL West talking about the Mariners Rangers are at the top of that division, but they have not been playing well lately. Didn't play very well going into the break. Can the Mariners, seven games back, do they have any shot of winning that division? I mean, I guess you could say so because of the pitching. Uh, anytime you have good pitching, they're going to keep you in games. And I would, I'd be willing to bet one through five. Yeah, I think you have to like their starters, including what Brian Wu's done since he's come up. Um, and you've got some guys that go deep into games and have been in this, like a Luis Castillo that's, done this before and even some of the youngsters on their team that have gone deeper into the season so yeah I, I think they're going to add too I mean if would they make a big splash I think the big deal is going to be the central teams and some of the other bad teams when they finally look at themselves and say hey it's time to trade and now we've got about two weeks and the first big domino to fall I think is going to change everything all right, I'm going to ask you the uh, Kanish question. Give us something that's on your card today, tonight, tomorrow, whether it be the fights, baseball. What's something Jeremy Kahn's got on the card the rest of the weekend that you're excited about? Oh, well, I'm, I'm checking out that doubleheader between the Phillies and Padres. The algorithm I use loves the bats in this game, so this will be one where I'm betting the over. It's my favorite play on the day in game two, and I had the over in game one, and they made me sweat it out until late in the game, but I think it's a perfect game to take some parlays with homers, whether you want to go – a Tati Schwarber or a Machado and some, yeah, I, I think it's a perfect game to try to hit something big with betting a little. How about the uh, Orioles Marlins game? You got anything in that? Yeah, I'm it's perfect home run hitting weather here. It's going to be hot. So I think there's a lean to the over, but I actually like the Marlins side of it a little bit more. So if you ask me to bet the side, I would lean Marlins, but my favorite play would be the over in this game. Well, All right. Perfect. Jeremy, it would be remiss of me to have you on this show 
and not ask you a trivia question. Oh, you got <laughs> So it's going to be quick. It, I'm going to give you one of the I'm, – I'm going to be kind of mean. I'm going to give you the $1,000 question from yesterday's You Better You Bet. It's going to be okay. fast. we got about 90 seconds. Who is the actor, the French actor, who is of fame from Dune and the upcoming Willy Wonka film? Oh, Timothy Chalamet. See, it's easy, right? Nobody else knew it. I was the I only one no that knew it. I idea. So, no, well, that, Jeremy's a big movie actor, guy, though, I too. I have to drop a Gerard Depardieu or something. <laughs> <laughs> he is Jeremy Kahn. He is a friend of the network. He is the co-host of the Big Bad Morning Show in Baltimore.